Ladies and gentle folk, welcome back to another episode of Stories Around Azeroth with myself, Titan's Creed, Mr. Frasley, and we are joined by the ever-returning one, Acid Tears. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on once again. I was pretty sure that after the last few times you would have just given up on me, but here I am, still here, fighting the good fight. Well, after the last time you went for that bathroom break, and it's about time you came back from it, so uh, it's good to have you back on once again, especially as we will be talking about your topic as the main point of news on this show today, so it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. But Likewise. yeah, again, uh, you are doing well though, sir? Yes, yes I am, just, uh, it's Sunday, it's feeling good, um, it is Sunday fun day, so if you hear any background noise... There are probably kids wilding out in the back doing whatever they're doing. Those goddamn kids on your goddamn lawn. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's all, so, it's all good and fun. Mr. Frasley, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. I've had like three or four cupcakes today at work. Oh, okay. Now the reason for the sugar overload really comes out. We, <laughs> yeah. we were setting up the show, guys, and he's just... He's all over the shot today, and I think he's streaming something or else later. I think he yeah. specifically said that he needed to calm down as well. Now, now we fully understand why the man is on so much sugar. Yeah, Jesus. And, uh, I, last year on my birthday stream, Allie walked in and was like, "Brilliant stuff." Well, uh, yeah. Well, it's good to have you guys back on once again. Uh, I just need to make some small adjustments and everything else. So, what have you guys been up to, Michael? We'll start with you. What have you been up to in WoW this week? Um, trying to figure out what the heck is going on with the visions because I haven't been keeping up with everything. So I was finally, I finally got to the point in 8.3 where I can access the visions, and I died three times. I died three times and was not able to complete the vision on my prop paladin. Um, I must have missed something somewhere. I kept running out of sanity, so I must have missed an upgrade or something that I could do to refresh it or something like that. So I was struggling with that, put it away, and I used my Shadowlands boost since I pre-ordered Shadowlands. I used it on an undead mage, and I was in Zuldazar, and it's the worst place ever to try to figure out where anything is. There's no guide to tell me where the shops are, where everything is at, like in the RPGs of old. So I'm just overwhelmed over there. But pretty much that's what it's been. Just playing around with alts, trying to work with the visions, also leveling up different alts, and, what is it, allied races. Working with allied races. Which elevations have you uh, rolled so far? Um, I have a 120, uh, what it, Void Elf, which I did not level all the way, so I didn't get the Heritage Armor, so I have to return to that one day. Um, but I also have the High Torrin. Is that what okay. they're called? Yeah, the High, Mount, High yeah. Mountain, High Mountain Torrin. Yeah, yeah, the High Mountain Torrin, and I also have access to, uh, there's one more that I have access to, I think. And From Legion? I think it's the Lion's Side. Uh, what from Legion side or from BFA? Lightforged. Probably Legion. Uh, that'll be Lightforged or 
The light forge. Yes, I have light forge. And can I interject a pun right there on the uh, void elf? No, he doesn't have void elf. No puns. No puns. Oh, no, he has a void elf. <laughs> he has one. He void elf his war his warranty on the hair armor. So yeah, that's what I've been up to over on my <laughs> end of things. Um, not not too much crazy stuff, you know. I'm still not raiding, mainly due to schedule and yeah. the uh, dedication that is needed for the blah blah blah. Well, and for all the things like I have essence. I don't know anything that's going on with the essences, so I just have whatever I have, which is like four of them. The essences but, are are always going to be problematic at this point. Um, but how how are you finding horrifics? To be fair, like. Oh, like the few times that I've gone in? Yeah. I mean, they've been fun. I like it. I like that idea. I didn't go in with anybody. I came in solo. Yeah, that's fun. So I was having a good time. Um, even when I lost, I didn't have that bad of an experience when I died. It was just more of like, okay, I know that I'm missing something, and I don't know exactly what I'm missing or where to get it. So that's why I put it down. Not necessarily because I don't like them or anything like that. Yeah, it's it feels kind of like... You still get something. You don't get the cloak upgrade, but you still get some of those corrupted memories. So there's still small progression toward it. I think, yeah, I think, I think the whole idea is that they want they want to give you a mixture between Mage Tower solo stuff to do, as well as the Chromie scenario progression. But yeah. it just feels a little out of whack because um, I've just myself done my Stormwind horrific visions to unlock the last of the five masks, and. <laughs> Like, uh, so I've done all the way down. So I've got my first one. I've got the base damage. I've got the, I can see chests. I've got the elite bonus. And then I've got the speed increase. And then I've got the bottom one. And I've just put a single point into that bottom tier on the left, which is extra damage and like um, extra defense above and below 50% sanity. But it cost me like 5,500 mementos for the next unlock. And it's just... The game, in order to try and keep up with that, so you're getting your unlocks frequently, the game wants you to push that you get your masks, but the loot reward for the horrifics isn't that good. So what's the next step I have to do? I have to run more Mythic Plus to get the better gear to, to get there, because of the way the Mythic Plus works, which is better in this season. I prefer the way the loot drops works in this uh, in this season a little bit better. Well, and I was under the impression that you unlocked the visions once, and then you can run as much as much time as you want. I did not realize that there'd be these having to get a key every single time. And it's, I knew that. I knew I knew that, but I would have preferred it to be more like the Mage Tower, where it was like your first time per week is free, and then yeah. then it would cost. Um, I would cool. I have a feeling the cost will half when we get to like the the pre expansion. Yeah patch same as like i think 9.0 will give account wide essences oh i personally i loved i love the mage tower uh and it's really weird because a lot of people really like the mage tower once they were able to complete it that is um and it didn't oh, yeah. give you it didn't give you gear other than like a transmog yeah which was which i'm still rocking on my whole on my oh uh, yeah my paladin like still just got the big old truth guard shield is awesome so some oh. some of the some of the artifact transmogs from the mage tower are really really good i i'm rocking all all my uh, mage tower uh transmog it's just, you can't see it because I, I i hid the transmog item. oh i see 
gotcha. Wink. Um, yes. What have you been up to this week, Mr. Frazzledino? So, mainly, I've been working on the mechanome. I, I rolled the Volpira last week, and I got that up to 27. But then, past that, I wanted to really work on the mechanome. Because I want to get that heritage armor, have one down, then I can work on the Volpira. And the, the mechanome is now up to 61. So, he is slowly grinding away at all those levels. I'm, I'm kind of gearing him up to to maybe be an alt in settling. I mean, like one of my main alts. Because I'm enjoying the fire. I'm loving how the spells feel and all that. It's going to be interesting. But yeah, you guys also do Genome Project, don't you? Yes. And right. um, uh, Michael's always high on those in, in levels. And I'm up to 72 on my on, on my gnome. Yeah, uh, Michael and I have been doing that. Party things helped a lot. And what, it, uh, what we like about that is it's pretty chill, where we can just kind of talk. Uh, I can fumble through quests, be like, oh, that quest back there? So there's a lot of back and forth on that, but it's, I find it a lot of fun. It's a lot of Frasley doing other things while I'm heading to the location and him asking, oh, so where are we heading? Wait, where are you? Yeah. And I'm like, Frasley, we left like three minutes ago. Just think of me as one of the kids that, that you help at work and all that. And that I'm I'm just giving you the... Wow! Wow! <laughs> Those kids are actually probably better at WoW than I am. I don't think so. Kids nowadays, they just... If they can't poke a screen, they don't know how to work the controller or the keyboard. So oh, they're a bit yeah. confused. So there is somebody who knows how to play WoW with a touchscreen. Touchpad Warrior. So it is possible. And, and yeah. maybe... Maybe. I think Bellular did a video on that a while back. Oh, he did that setup. I want that setup. I mean, I've got three monitors now, so I, I, I just got to get a, a tablet right there. I could make it work. You could. And be, and be even less good at the game than I am now. And I'm not good at the game now. <laughs> um, What was I going to ask you both? Oh, yeah. So it's probably best to ask you both here. So obviously there's the leveling changes that are going to come with... 9.0 and they're going to change all that so what are you going to do like you're hoping it's going to save your progression and just half your level yes sort of i think i don't care um whatever it does it does i'm not that invested into many things but anyway so um i'm pretty sure it'll just half it and put you kind of where they think you're supposed to be uh, i would like to get our genome characters the one one something before then yeah, uh, yeah, maybe we'll hit it. I mean, we're not expecting Shadowlands till after August anyway. Like, that's true. Least, unless they want to put out another unfinished product early, then it'll come in August. But otherwise, I'm expecting a later date for that. So, otherwise, I'm just playing WoW as normal right now. Yeah, I'm not really looking into once this comes out, it'll be so much faster. Once it comes out, it'll be faster, and it'll just make whatever characters I level from there easier to deal with. And, I mean, there'll be a day where, where Genome, we have to make another character or something, because there'll be a day where, like, all kids are going to college, or gnomes are going to go off to the next level, and I'll just say goodbye to them. I thought we were going to take them into Mythic Raids. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and have my uh, hunter be the one that, that, that pulls the mob and be like, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. At our rate, we're going to still be doing Mythic Hellfire Citadel when, <laughs> when we get it. So, 
I am hoping yeah. that they'll um, make a lot of changes so anything that's not current content you'll be able to do as uh, legacy raid loot rules because just doing legion stuff and only getting one drop is quite sad it yeah. really is especially with your transmog hunting right now it, it's nice on the on the dungeons where they've changed it it's nice getting like a bunch of loot because it, it it's that that morphine adrenaline kick no, not morphine that's, that's the wrong word but you know it's that it's that uh kick of ooh, loot 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 oh. well I it's always like good seeing it's... my my bags like overfilled with purple gear that i can't even use like when you just go complete those old raids, I like that. There's yeah. something about that. Yeah, and and uh, I I did I do think that I'm gonna take my Valpira once I get it up to 120, do some different things because that extra eight bag slots that'll give me a lot of good stuff. And <laughs> Volpira main, just for bag that, slots. No, not a main. Still no. I I again I I'm the one that's gnome live. I'm the gnome. I can't become the Volpira. Uh... Plus. That's Leowild. I want Leowild to be the the the, uh, the champion of the Volpira. That's mm. what he says now. Then he gets it and he turns to full on furry love. I I love furries. I've met so many great furries. I think furries are a great part of our population. The good I part of any population, the... like they're just people that just enjoy what yeah. they're doing, just like we are. Absolutely. We're just people that enjoy the game and everything else. And I've I've hung out with, with so many so many great ones. I mean, at, at BlizzCon. I used to, yeah. We we could go on and on, but hey, I love furries. Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so I've had a busy week this week. Oh, it's so so busy. So uh, last week, as uh, any of you are aware, who who caught us, uh, we got up to clearing ten of twelve in heroic. This week nice. we did 10 of 12 in one evening, which is three hours, and then we killed Carapace in like four pools, and then we spent most of the evening on the Zoth, on Heroic. So, come next reset, I think Nazoth will die. Because they've done a lot of changes with Essences, where they've dropped rank threes of some of the new Essences to... Um... Where they've dropped rank 3 of some of the essences to revered instead of exalted. And Breath of the Dying is a real big DPS booster. And it, it amuses me how much they've changed it directly straight after the uh, the race to world first is pretty much over. And Mythicness off is dead because Breath of the Dying rank 3 is just a massive DPS boost on its own. So it's, it's just one of those things really and everything else. But... Uh, yeah, between that, uh, I've hit Heart of Azeroth level 80 this week. Nice. Uh, no special quest reward or anything else like level 70, so, yeah, there's that and everything else. Uh, what else? Yeah, just been doing a lot of Mythic Plus runs this week, trying to get those 15s done myself, honestly. Getting close. Have you, have you run into the new, uh, um, Apex? With the, uh, oh yeah, books. yeah. How, how, how do you find that? Uh, it's fun. Uh, it was it's a real different thing when it comes to uh, when it comes to actually running it as a pug at like tens, and then actually running it with voice comms with your guild and friend and everything else. And I was streaming some earlier on today as well. So uh, it's very different. It really depends on the dungeon because uh, we did. 
So we were doing a lot of the outdoor ones last night. Where it was, you know, like your Ataldazar and uh, King's Rest and a lot of those. But when we were going... When we were going into Waycrest Manor, which is the last one we did, and Waycrest Manor is very claustrophobic with some of the small corridors and everything else, and with the fact it's sanguine and everything else this week, it it really felt very claustrophobic and bits and pieces. But you know, once you run some of these mechanics, just like with anything else, a lot of it is a great deal of practice with what you're dealing with and just knowing what to how to deal with stuff and everything else. But you still die and everything else because everything still hits like a brick to the face. Very, very hard and very, very difficult. I was watching you do the uh, one of them earlier today. Yeah. And I was super confused on where you were. You were in Motherlode, but I haven't really done Mythic Plus since uh, what was the Gahoon? What was the raid with Jaina? Oh, uh, Desara Lore. Yeah, I haven't really done anything since Desara Lore. So I don't know what some of the affixes are. So and it's all purpley and yeah. there's like Nazoth and stuff there and I was super confused about where you were. I'm like So basically I don't remember their new dungeon being there. basically the new uh season has put in I can't remember it's awakened is the affix, which is for anything that's ten plus. So there are now four pillars that will put you into a, a dimension, like basically faceless dimension type thing. And they'll have four mobs. Now, on a week-to-week -week races, just like when... Um, uh, so, on the pre in Season 3, when it was the... Um, oh, my God. Nazjatar season. And you had all the emissaries up. Now, basically, the emissaries which would populate would, be, would change on a week-to-week -week basis as what would populate more. And they'd all change different spots. So, these big four mobs, the lieutenants as they're called can pop will be in different spaces but the pillars will always be in the same spot so you're not going to always fight the lieutenants in the same place each week so the strategy changes at its very core point it essentially has made rogue skips irrelevant because obviously every mythic plus in the invitation if you watch it it's running like one to two rogues for specific for specific skips so you can kite these lieutenants to uh, specific spots on the map kill it and it opens a portal so you can actually jump out the portal where you are and just skip a load of trash but for every lieutenant that you don't kill on but by the time you get to the end boss a portal opens and those lieutenants will come to you like i believe at the end of waycrest the uh we the the big spider type mob came and we we were cleaving that down on the last boss with waycrest as well but his mechanic with his ads they didn't come it was just the lieutenant so that was pretty cool okay okay it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely adds something else. And it's uh, a lot better than... Like, a lot of people really liked Reaping. Because who doesn't love just AoEing down a massive ball of... Like, a death ball of mobs. Just, like, AoEing to your heart's content. And as Tonerar said, it's the upside down. I just said, is Barb there? Yeah! The upside down. That's actually a very good way of putting it. I didn't even really think about that, to be honest. Yeah. Capo's... Yeah, Capo in the chat is saying, did I expect something considering how lame the payoff level 70 was? Like, I like the toy. It's very thematic with the fact that when we were in Legion, we got the we got the toy, which was thematic for lifting the, the weapon above our heads. I thought the toy for the heart was very thematic as well. I was just expecting something a little bit better than rather than, oh, I've hit level 80. I've got a new stamina node and I can keep leveling. It, it felt a little bit cheap. But, I don't know, I guess 
feeling a little bit unfinished is uh, quite a large chunk of what this expansion feels like, unfortunately. Yeah, that they they learned from Legion and Warlord, but they're still struggling. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also, Kappa is right. The toy is fine, and we should have had a better, better quest to claim the scale. Wait, yeah. There's a toy for 70? Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the the toy is holding the heart in your hand, like if you were go like it's just what you're looking at. I think I showed it to you. Oh, he's got the heart of Azeroth in his hand. He's got the heart of Azeroth in his hand. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you found your next Frazzlecast song, I guess. I guess so. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's about it, and most of the news we've covered as part of that. Only the note noteworthy stuff, anyway. So. We are going to go on to the main bulk of what we're going to be talking about today, which is uh, something we ended last week's episode on. Uh, this is part of the reason Mr. Michael, Mr. Acetiz, is actually here. We're talking about uh, a tweet that he made that Frasley brought up at the end thing about uh, world quests and uh, how they don't evolve over the course of the game. Uh, and I'll read it verbatim quickly. One thing that really bothers me in World of Warcraft, and maybe it's not even that big, is how world quests don't reflect the current content. The faction war is over, yet there's still Greyman telling me the Horde is invading and they must be stopped. So I'll, I'll pass this over to you, Michael. I mean, what was the what was the one quest that really put this over to you? Like, was it just a day of just doing world quests, or I wasn't even doing world quests. I was logging into my character in order to continue. 8.3 stuff and my character just happened to be in Boralus and as I'm roaming around or I'm flying somewhere in order to get somewhere I notice that all the world quests are still talking about like the horde and the faction war and my biggest issue with it was um, I was there when we put a stop to the war like the fourth war is over I have the achievement saying that it is so why are these world quests still here in zones that they're still having us like actively be in? It's not like we're not in Boralus or um, Zoldazar anymore. It's not like it's previous expansion content. Like it's still considered the main hub. Yeah. So why don't the world quests reflect the nature of what we are going through now? If I would understand if Shadowlands was already out and then you went back to Boralus and Zoldazar, and then you saw, like, Faction War stuff, you're like, okay, that's part of that past expansion, I can see why it's still there. But while you're still in the expansion, it's just, it feels very disjointed, story-wise. I yeah, think... Just I th from a pure story standpoint. I think we touched on this, uh, not regarding World Quest specifically, but when we were... T I, uh, Frasley and I were talking about the hubs not too long ago, and how... Zuldazar, even when the big patch content was the Battle of Zuldazar, uh, and every, or Tazaralor, sorry, uh, there was no actual reflection on the capital itself. Like, if you're in the raid, you see bodies everywhere and fire everywhere, but if you're actually a horde at the capital, or you're alliance and you fly over it, everything's pristine. Like, there's no not a mark on it. The Siege of Borales. You know, there's literally cannibals hitting the place and everything else, and the, there's no markings on Borales at all. Yeah. Now, it's been an endemic problem all the, uh, with the World Quest system, I think, as a whole. Because even if you look back to Legion, uh, and you've got patches of everything that you would do as part of your normal questing around each of those zones, 
Uh, I'll take Valshirar as an example where you're still battling the Nightmare even though you've essentially beaten the Nightmare. You know, and there's pockets of uh, the Legion stuff which you actually beat in the main quest line in Azuna and everything else. Like, the Invasions landing, that was cool because there are a bunch set of world quests and the Invasions uh, happen, uh, the Faction Invasions in BFA, they're cool. They're there, you beat them off and they disappear within a few hours. Thematically, makes sense. More of that would be cool. However, as you've said, those invasions are still happening. Like at, at the end of the at the end of the war. Yeah, Frasley, what were you going to say? It, it goes back to kind of what I was uh, wishing when I when I first heard about Legion. I heard about that they redid the back end system of Legion to allow us to hotfix and things like that. I kept expecting them every week or every month or something like that they would they would upload new world quest data to the servers and be like okay those old world quests are are gone and they could recycle those once the expansion's through and you go back to the content you could just have it cycle through the same way that archaeology cycles through but the fact that it stays where it is it does not feel like the world's evolving like like, like capital's egg it, it feels like it, it's stagnant and even if you were to start the war campaign and be like, okay, I'm here at the war campaign. Here are the world quests that are available to me. Okay, I switched over to the next one. Here are the next set of world quests. I don't get the access to the old ones till after the expansion. That's okay. And to just keep moving, because item level goes up every patch. It's not like they don't have stuff to change world quests anyway. It needs to feel like the world's moving. That's Vralis. When we came to Vralis, the, they, they hated us because of the fact that we were not welcome there. Yeah. Over time, Proudmoore and, the, and all that, we, we kind of redid it, but you still get the feeling, unless you're in the safety area and in and, and Proudmoore, in this little area where, it's like where the uh, the scrapper and all that is, you can't go anywhere else in Vralis. Vralis should feel kind of the same way. To a point, Sir, well, no, Sermar always felt evil to it. Thermo always felt hostile to us, no matter what. That that one never yeah, yeah. never evolved. That would have been cool, though. It would have been cool to have it evolve. Uh, the, the only the only time there was really evolution is when we actually had the Nighthold patch and we actually took, uh, you know, and the Legion were actually attacking the Suramar citizens. So that's the only time Suramar ever evolved. That's true. Yeah, it, it would have been cool even in Suramar. And if you wanted to go back to the the, the pre happy Suramar, uh, just put in Zodomi. Z- Zodomi's everywhere that everything happens. Zodomi's like our the wild gift shop. If you want old quests, just go to Zodomi. It's also annoying that if you just, as a Nightborn, like, you're only, you, you don't get to go through a completely Suramar that you own. It's literally just the Nighthold instance. Yeah. And everything's just friendly. There's not even a lot really there to do. Or You can walk around it. Yeah, it's cool, but there's not really a lot to do. Yeah. And I think they've shown instance content. They've shown that they can do things. I would, I would love them to modify the world more i i think make make it feel like you're you're doing a difference in the world of that because i think it i think part of the problem with this system is the paragon part of it because since they've uh, initiated the paragon system with reputations you're kind of incentivized to like when you do questing for like as you know, I do my Azerite world tour where I went round and I just did world quests in an area for the Azerite in the zone and then I moved on. But I get rep and then I get a Paragon box, which is a big dump of Azerite and a chance at a toy or a mount or, you know, something else that sits there in a Paragon box. 
but um, because that's there, the the quests are just there. Whereas if you look back and we'll, we'll take Wrath of the Lich King as an example, because that's when daily quests were really a big part of the game. And that's because they started coming in with the Colosseum and everything else. And like the little hub areas. But once you were exalted with a faction, you didn't need to go back to that faction to do a daily quest. So the new daily quests that they put in with every patch are the ones that you would focus on because that's what you need to do with a rep. And so the world technically evolved. But if you go back and like if you leveled an alt but you needed to hit exalted for a given reason, you still needed to do daily quests to go fight off content that you've probably already beaten. So uh, the, the the problem is is, is long-reaching, and we are at a point where it would be nice if they just turned around and updated the World Quest head bobbers, because obviously they don't need to do World Quest text, but all of those bobbers are fully voice acted, so again, therein lies another problem. Are they, they're not going to pay to get people to come in and redo uh, some new lines as each patch goes on. Yeah, well, it's... It's one of the issues Final Fantasy fourteen had back when I played, and they may have changed it since then, but the fate system. The fate system was cool when you first started. Oh, wow, there's this timed event. Oh, yeah. You go in the same time over and over and over again, and you you start... Wolf! 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 <laughs> um, my thing is, is that if they're going to... They're going to keep the world quests as they are anyway for the rest of the expansion why not just take it and just kind of modify a bit of it to reflect maybe instead of um Nizos tentacles are coming up and attacking the farm why not just change it thematically and color scheme really quickly like swap a palette out and say oh the plants are overgrown in the farmer's area they need help and then yeah. it, it could just be like a quick write-off on somebody that works at Blizzard that you don't have to hire an outside source to simply voice like, my crops are being overrun by this large plant-like thing. We used the wrong thing on it and it grew out of control. Like, why not just change it thematically while still having like that same thing? Like, oh, this now, there's an influx of kobolds in the area. So instead of like the city being attacked by orcs or something in terms of the horde now it's just there's random creatures attacking and we need to fend them off i think yeah. this is why we've gone back to daily quests as part of what we're doing because a world every every world quest is voice acted like yeah. it, it has a head bobber that comes up so you get them talking to you instead of uh, a daily quest log which is cool it doesn't take up room in your log you know there's nothing they have to write they just have to implement it with a bit of voice lines that they've recorded from the guys when they've uh done uh like when they're coming at the start of the expansion to do everything and you know all they've if you look at look at nasjatar the only world quests there are all voice acted by jaina and i believe now that we've moved on from there they're voice acted by someone else that isn't jaina because jaina's technically not there um, and we're even talking about in our language so that that causes an issue on translation because they have to then voice that in other languages mm. So, I mean, the, the development cost and time for World Quest must be much higher. I mean, there's a reason why Final Fantasy XIV had some lines that were voice acted and some lines that were... 
Yeah, but you've got to remember, like in the Japanese version of Final Fantasy XIV, every cutscene is uh, voice acted in Japanese. Okay, whereas, so, whereas so it's may- not in English. It's an English. It's an English thing. So in the Japanese version of World of Warcraft, they're not voice acted at all. Well, I don't. Saying? I don't know about the Japanese version of World of Warcraft, Frasley. I'm afraid. Okay. I'm afraid my knowledge isn't as far-reaching as that. I'm Pete afraid. Didn't do his research. Didn't yeah, do his it's research. It's true. I didn't and do my can't... research on the Japanese version of World of Warcraft. Didn't now, check the Italian version to see if it had the same exact model. Does one of the versions have K-pop? Is there like a, a K-pop ballad as you're going through Morales and stuff like that? Is there? Like, I don't think it's that extreme, Frasley. I think the ah! Chinese version is different, okay. and everything else is kind of the same. Yeah, it's only slightly different as well. It's not I like would... far-reaching changes. I would kill for Visually. a K-pop in WoW. Can you imagine like? Pete, you can mute him, right? I might have to if, if this if this continues today. Like, sorry, Christ. Um, I get what you're saying. It is good. I just think that there are problems that are far-reaching with yes. the entirety of the system. Like, I I I think a part of the reason why they've brought daily quests back in a big way is twofold. One, they want to see how players react to daily quests now that we haven't really had them for an expansion and a half. And uh, in Nastratar, they were pretty cool. Um, I think the reason why the events don't show up as world quests on your minimap without the aid of a mod and the fact that these are daily pickups is mostly development costs and not bringing in voice actors for the NPCs. I think and, a large part of that is that, like, if they were going to give one NPC, like, um, the Rajani Stormbinder, I think his name is, like, I don't know his actual name, like, if they gave him all of the quests, like, as world quests, then yeah, sure, but, I don't know, it, the, the daily quests in the Assault Hubs kind of feel very Throne of Thundery, like, go all over this area and, and beat stuff, but they can be slightly time-consuming at points. I'm reminded of two other MMOs. Anarchy Online had a missions instant system. Theirs did not have story. You just went in and you got a random room. It's, it's kind of like what Torgash will be when we get into it. And then City of Heroes had their missions. And at a certain point, they, they added the ability for people to write their own missions. That comes into a tricky area for Blizzard because then, then like, is the, is the lore their story or not? But, I mean... Let me tell you what I'd like. I'd like it to be... Now, this obviously isn't for anybody, everybody, but I would like them to remove the... We need to make our world quest related to the current story con- content. And yeah. rather, I would like it more of like a message board type deal where you go up to the board and it's almost like posted by local citizens that are telling you things that they need help with in the world. And instead of, like, this huge thing, like, oh, it ties into the story and blah, 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 it's more of, like, hey, you're going to start building up reputation or whatever with the local populace by helping them with their stuff. And that's how you gain your rep. I think that that fits in a little bit better I'd like for that. I definitely like that as an emissary <clears throat> system more than anything else. Um, yeah. Again, I said, like... this, I said this a while back. Throne of Thunder gave us the option to choose between a PvE and a PvP set of quests that we wanted to do while we we're on the island instead of having a rotating set of uh emissaries that give us random rewards i would like like a board that turns around and goes like who would you want to champion 
and then we can choose whichever area that we want to champion as an emissary and be like well i really i've got an ult that needs that bit of gear or whatever uh as a priority so i want to champion the proud more assembly whatever admiralty and like just do that as a rotating thing get my 1500 rep a day for doing so many things but yeah i could see how um, a message board which turns around and goes yeah i'll pick up this 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 quest and everything else and then i'll go out and do that and th that would also let the the writing team at blizzard look for new interns or or people on the staff who will write stuff that will have no bearing on the overall story but you don't have to put your main writing team on doing these. You could have somebody and be like, okay, here's how the writing skill is. Because it, 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 it could be like a 20% type of thing for, for Blizzard. Like, you I, don't do think the main, I don't think the main writing team works on the quest, though. I think the main writing team works on the, the pacing of the overall story. And they okay. actually have quest designers that actually work on given quests. And I believe, if I remember some of the behind-the-scenes stuff for BFA you have quest designers that are established in different zones which is why the stories for every zone feel as different as they are that makes sense well, one thing in addition to all this is i may be misremembering or but i remember when i leveled alts in legion without mm -hmm. without a boost and even if i do it now using the world quest is a great way for me to gear my character up while earning that reputation that I need with that character. Could but you if you quest? use a boost, if you use a boost, like I did on one of my characters, once you finish a certain amount of quests, you have access to the world quest. But the boost gives you gear that's higher than the world quest gear. So it feels like it's just, why are they there simply so... as rep gates? So here, here's the thing, right? So in Legion, the only world quests while you're leveling that are available are the invasion world quests. You don't get any world quests until you hit the main cap of that area, unless something's yeah. changed in the back end that I'm aware of. Uh, when it comes to world quests in BFA, it's the same. You literally just have have to hit cap, then go and pick up the flight whistle as a quest, and get access to world quests in BFA. When it comes to the gear in as rewards. The system's entirely buggered. And I, I'll explain this because of the fact that I'm trying to level up my Death Knight. So the the MS, everything is based on you'll get rewards that's approximate to your item level. So you'll only get blue rewards if you haven't unlocked the epic achievement for your character. So you'll never get your stuff that's... Uh, it could be a high item level, but it will still be blue uh, rarity. And then once you unlock the epic thing, then you'll, uh, the rewards will be epic. Uh, from like your emissaries and that but the item level is still a step below what you're ready to do whereas what it should be is one step above what your average is to give you a chance to get into that thing because as it stands right now there are like the emissaries scale approximately the invasion still give you 370 gear if you complete the invasion so they've not been scaled and everything else scales upwards appropriately like it's it's so difficult to however you want to level whether it be uh questing will give you appropriate item level as you go up but then you're still hit at way below where you need to be you'll need help in order to do any of your like because as it stands the best way to gear up right now is to have one character with a load of tokens from nazitar Get Bethic gear skeered out on your character. 
take a character through Nazjatar to get a 370 weapon. And then, once you've unlocked the Nazjatar world quests, go back to Boralus and then start the uh, the, uh, the quest chain for the cloak. Because the, the starting level of that gear, can I believe, is 415. But it will start giving to you. This is obviously if you don't have Black Empire BOA gear. Because... Um, you won't get a weapon from that quest chain. It does give you the cloak at the end of it, which is obviously 470, I want to say. But then you'll get about three Azerite pieces, which are 415. A variety of other gear, which you can use to patch places as well. So if you don't have Black Empire for all the slots to give to your character, which even, even though I've geared up one of each armor class currently, I don't even have enough to... Uh, use Black Empire gear on other alts because the way they've changed the system from Nazjatar is so incredibly stupid. They've gone back to what they've done for Argus, which is breaking it down by armor class rather than having one token I can just send out. It's absolutely... In it boggled my mind when I saw they, 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 that they did that. It's a mess. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, my mind's already swimming with what you just said. I'm always like... Yeah, the way the system works is incredibly dumb because if uh, the minute I get to max level, uh, I'm still going to be in white, so I'm not going to have the superior achievement. So it's going to give me a superior thing because that's the way the system works. It has to give me a superior bit of gear, but it will be slightly above where I need. But if I look at my my demon hunter, who's currently 300, I think it's just broken 460 item level on my demon hunter. Yeah, the Azerite pieces it will give me will be 345 because that's the max entry level to get into like mythic zero like 445 pieces are what you'll get from like a mythic level six so it's two affixes in which is either boss or trash and then the first affix of the week out of the three extra ones um but then if i look at my death knight who i'm gearing up who's about 430 it's not eligible for 445 azerite pieces it still only gets 430 when is clearly the next step up should be four four five, because mm -hmm. that would help me use that as a as a gearing step. It's legitimately insane the way this system works. Like they've put in the tools to have an average item level system so that the system can read it and everything else, and then they have the color scheme to obviously appropriate the gear as well. But if you, it doesn't help you get further. There are people that don't want to do grouped gameplay yes it's an mmo before anybody says it i get it but there are people that want to play the game in a solo capacity and so the only way that they have currently as a way to gear is horrific visions and there are people who don't do the group content because they don't want to they're afraid of it they don't want to mingle with others they don't want to get called out as you know frasley mentioned last week that they don't want people to get called out for you know, not being up to par for DPS, not looking into their character the way that other people have deemed it ne necessary. And yeah. so they prefer to keep to a solo. So brilliant. We've got horrific visions, which gives us a bit of gear. But if you can't clear X amount, you're not going to get a piece. And the bottom level of that gear is 430. But you can't farm 430 pieces of gear. You get one a week, depending on what you clear in that horrific vision. It's bananas. Like, and this kind of goes back to 
if you had a toggle on your character, if you've already earned a piece of gear at that level under the character, what if it you could choose to say, okay, give me better drop rates? I choose because I know there are, there are people who want one alt and each alt to be different, but you could choose to be like, okay, because I've already earned it somewhere, can I at least get a little bit of an extra chance to get it under the character? Yeah, so uh, I was wrong. Uh, Teleroid in the live chat has told us that the base level you get for Horrifics is 420, and then it scales up from there. So even still, okay. that's that's even worse. Like, I mean, I mean yeah, 420 is going to be on par with your Azerite pieces that you'll get from the main solo quest in, but that's a large step because that stuff scales all the way up to 470 if you can do a full Horrific clear with all five masks. So, and I'm already on my... Uh, on my my horde alt that's never ever been to Nashar other than the opening quest line I already got a piece of gear that had corruption on it that I could not get removed because I was already at I got it from a world quest in Voldoom mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and I'm thinking you, you're you punishing me for getting an ILO upgrade with, with corruption that I can't remove until I get the cloak be, well, yeah, I presume you haven't done the questing to unlock the thing yet, have you? Not yet. But, but it, it's like, why am I getting corruption if I've never even done the stuff to, to get corruption? I, I understand. I, mean, I, I guess that's how, I guess that's how they've evolved it, because they've upped the base item level that you can get at your highest possible. But that means it can no longer Warforge or Titanforge to give you a better chance at a higher item. So instead, it has a chance to corruption forge instead. And I don't need corruption forging until I unlock horrific the cloak. On that. Yeah, they, yeah. It, it, don't get me wrong; it's a nice enough system. It's nice that they've got rid of war forging and titan forging in in terms of a I'm not forced to now farm X over and over to possibly get a titan forged piece. You know if. Because there are still some trinkets that still... I, I remember back in Legion, definitely, there was a world quest in Suramart where you had to get the dino out of the pen. That trinket, because it could Titanforge all the way up to the highest mythic level at that point, was always considered the best if you could get it to Titanforge. Yeah, I, I think keep that system in. Where I like it a lot, I love it on alts. As you're leveling up through stuff at least when they they added the ability to, uh i think the patch with the dark iron dwarves they added the ability for it to your your lower level items to titan forge or warf whatever forging system let you do that oh no that I that think, was in from the base of bfa and legion like okay yeah i say leave that system in for past content and then it because that was nice it was nice like get, getting a piece of gear it was higher than what was typically there because it helped propel you a little bit further. So then, any, sorry to interrupt, but any, as it currently stands in game, Frasley, any gear that drops from previous 8.3 content still has the ability to Titanforge up to, I believe, the mythic level of that, which is 450. Good. Okay, good. I'm glad for that because I, I think that system works great for that content. The, 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 my problem with the system is that it has a chance to do it. Like, bis well, bis bis lists, yeah, well, yeah, but bis lists were always good because you only had to have you could go to a specific place, get the drop, and you were done. 
you know? Yeah. We're we're again reaching a thing, and the Paragon system is a horrible way, the AP system is a horrible way of showing this, is that it's a way to force the player to continue playing. Like, it's, it's a very... It's a very mobile game way of playing, but without the stamina cost involved in a mobile game because yeah. it's, while while there are ways for you to increase your stamina in such a game some people who refuse to do that or choose not to do that it gives them the opportunity to take a break from that with wow if i have a day off and i'm like well i'll do i'll do my azerite world tour i'll go do my autumn my veil dailies and then Oh, but because there's no stamina involved, my my only time gating is what I have to do in real life. So if I choose to sit in this chair and then go, well, I'm going to find a group. I'll do Mythic Plus for the next eight hours, which I did on Saturday night until 2 a.m. Ow. Yeah, my butt was sore. Um, It was fun. Don't get me wrong, but it was my butt was sore and it was very tiring. But the (sighs) work... I feel... And I think I mentioned it off the cuff last week. I feel that in Shadowlands, the world quest system is going to go bye-bye. And I feel like it's because a lot of players feel it's... It's part of the problem with artifact power. And they're going to get... There's not going to be an artifact power system. So I feel like it and the world quest system is going to go... And I think that we're going to see a return of daily quests. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind that. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in a weird spot, right? So, Frasley spoke about how he liked leveling alts and getting that Warforge or Titan Forge. Um, while I can agree with that, like as on the casual end, like I always like it. I don't think that it should be there because of, regardless of. You shouldn't balance for the top end. There yeah. is a top end. Yeah. And personally, I do like kind of what Pete mentioned, that idea of where's the best item? It's in this dungeon. I got to grind that dungeon. If it drops, it drops. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. But I know that once it drops, that's all I need. Like I don't like want to have to have an item. Yeah, like I don't want to have to have an item that's constantly like oh it dropped but it wasn't the version of the item that i needed it wasn't titan forge or warforge or uh corrupted in the right ways or whatever it is i just want the item if it's the best for me i just want it to be the best for me and that's it i don't want to have to worry about this extra random element aside from it dropping to be a part of it and maybe the the random element was originally added for fun because i'll take terraria for, for example okay you, you get items that drop and they're all they're all the same they have a random modifier here there but sometimes they're fun they do different things and i could see that maybe when they added the system that oh we'll give you this the item but then we'll give you something extra and i think i wonder if it just spiraled out of control well so for me i think preach mentioned this in a video a while back i think you've mentioned it several times um that blizzard tends to put things behind certain random walls which is fine like you have to do this content repeatedly like that's part of the engagement right you got to do it repeatedly in order to get the feedback but at the same time they are not always focused on do people want to do this content over and over again like is it interesting the 
the cash, the emissary cash or whatever, is not fun to just no, keep grinding out world quests so that you could try to get like, what is it? I got lucky and got the Dreamweaver's mount back yeah. in Legion. I got lucky and I got that pretty early on. I would not imagine like those. There's probably still people out there. That oh, are I, I, I don't that. have most of the Paragon mounts from Legion, and yeah, I have to go back and get them. But it's just and it's just ridiculous. It's not fun to just it's do not, that every yeah, single time. So. I think they need to take a step back and focus more on what makes fun content that's repeatable that people want to do, not necessarily because of the reward, but because it's fun content to do, like the Mage Tower. I think it's easy to put something like... I mean, the Mage Tower is a bit of an off-the-cuff thing to what I'm about to say, because the Mage Tower was introduced in the middle of the expansion. It was an eight point, uh, 7.2 thing. You know, and then we had Argus, which obviously inflated the gear levels and allowed a lot more people to actually finish the Mage Tower because they could overgear it. Whereas Horrific Visions are an end of game thing where people through Mythic Plus, through raiding, can get a higher item level to attempt the challenge. And there's not another tier of content which is going to give people the gear to get those done and then in the same expansion, which means that for the most part if they're just going to abandon without getting all the rewards that they can get for it they're going to have to come back in a new expansion after everything item levels and character levels have been squished do weekly farms to get their uh keys and everything else which you know if the price changes and they get they can get three keys a week from like two caches and the minor assaults and the one big assault that's fine you know that's that's like an hour's worth of time a week to get a couple of keys but you know it's not like we're expecting 8.4 with another tier of gear where people can beat a horrific vision in the same thing and have a cosmetic unlock the only cosmetics there are other than the pets and the toys that you can get in the horrifics are the transmog masks when you beat the horrifics with them on You know, it, and, and you, you look at these and all they are is five different masks with a slightly different color shading. It's not a cosmetic to the level of an artifact weapon. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about with the masks because I haven't even gotten there. I have not been keeping up with... They... We Previously, talked about everything. We so we we talked we talked about horrifics last week because obviously I was doing a lot more of them. I was finishing them and Mr. Frasley... Mm -hmm. Uh, is not able to do it so i was just sharing my um coincidence so once you get yeah. your first full clear in a horrific vision you get a mask unlock now time out real quick when you say first full clear you mean not just like, all five wings all you mean like every all five wings so yeah both corrupted both lost if i'm going from yeah. alliance side okay yeah so you get that but that first mask basically turns around and says uh, you have half the stamina going if you choose to use it going into a horrific like a, vision. It's like a new game plus in a way. Kind of. Uh, it also uh, gives you a boost to cosmetic, uh, cosmetic, to corrupted memento drops, and it gives uh, health and damage boost to all the mobs by twenty five percent. Okay. So it takes the theme of the whole corrupted gear system, where hey, there's this benefit, but there's also this negative aspect. Should you choose to take yes. it. Yeah. That's kind of okay. cool. So, but the way you then unlock other masks is you need to beat the lost area, which is the hard area of the of a horrific vision with a mask unlocked. So the way I did it last week is I took my my mask in and I unlocked um, 
the Mask of the Burning Bridge, which has a different corrupted ability entirely. And when I went and beat up the Lost Area that's off the side of the, the trolls up there. It, the not Rexar one. And yeah, you do that, but then you have to beat through in order to unlock that mask. So the Burning Bridge one basically leaves a void zone behind you every time you move. But if you stand in it, you lose 15 stamina uh, like every second. Oof. So it's better, but it means that I have higher stamina, so I can then attempt full clear with the mask on. So are the masks specific to your type of character? No, they are. They're a global. Because that one just sounds horrible to a uh, to a caster. Yeah, but you only spawn the void zone when you move. So standing still oh, is okay, not a okay. problem. So you can stand <laughs> on the spot and it won't move. But if you move like a little bit, then you'll spawn it and then you'll have to move a little bit more to the edge. But it's like, there's a, a set... Like raid little bubbles, raid little kind bubbles. Kind of, like yeah. There's, there's, there's like a... Ground, need to move out of it, cast, yeah. move out there's of it, like cast, a, cast. There's like a set dead zone, basically, before okay. it can spawn on top of each other. But okay. if you fully clear, like, all five wings with a mask on, so like, for example, I did all of Orgrimmar last week with the Burning Bridge one. I ha you get that as a cosmetic transmog item at the end of the run. And it's like, cool. But they're just five different color masks. You know, they're, they're, it's just a headpiece. And I took a picture and I put it on Twitter. And I was just like, oh, boo. <laughs> it was just like, Ugh. it's just, it's the, like, if, it, if the tentacles on the base of the mask were animated, it'd be really cool. And you could probably pull off some really cool transmogs with it, you know? But yeah. it's just it's just a fixed mask, so, but it's just like every other helmet or mask that's in the game. So if you're a night elf, your your eyebrows and your ears pop out. If you're any sort of elf, all of your ears are through. If you're a draenei, <laughs> your horns are out of it. And it's just, it, it's so crap that we can't just like wear a helmet and hide all of these things. You know, like a fully evolving mask and hide all of this. Oh, uh, uh, like, like hashtag hair under hats. I mean, we could talk about how any sort of headdress on a worgen is something, but let's not go there, yeah? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking up your tweet, so I just found it. Yeah, it's... Yeah, boo. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they're, yeah, they're just five different colors. I mean, the I think the only extra bonus there is to doing... Stormwind is if you beat Alaria, there's a chance for a void touched weapon transmog. Mm -hmm. Like a uh, weapon illusion to be in there. I haven't seen that drop. I got another cat this week, I think. But um, like there's loads of pets, there's a few toys, but that's about it. I will say that for somebody who is not a huge collector of like pets and mounts, like occasionally I get on my mount spree where yeah. I want to get certain mounts. I do feel like there's not much I don't feel obligated to do anything on an updated character right now because I'm not raiding. Yep. And because I have no real interest in like the little collectibles. Yep. I sit down and I'm like, okay, I want to load up. Wow. What do I really want to do? Not to say that the content that's there is bad per se. Like I yeah. like the visions. I like, uh, I don't mind the dungeons. I just haven't done them in a while. So I'm a bit rusty um and i like to play with people and my guild has all but yeah. uh disappeared since bfa like since desire lore uh and i think that's a problem in the sense of 
not necessarily that you need to have people playing every moment of every day, but the fact that I have to sit down and think, like, is there something for me to do that I want to do? Rather yeah. than, hey, there's this, and I really want to do it because it's fun. So, I can definitely see that. And a part of my problem is is that where we're still progressing on Heroic, uh, Nazoth, we're not, we're not going to touch Mythic. If anything, we'll finish Heroic, we'll farm Heroic for a few weeks, and we'll get the meta done, and, you know, we'll keep going as long as anything does. But then my next push is going to be, like, one, I want to make sure that i am got as much power as I physically can to make my numbers decent i don't care about anybody else's numbers except if i'm top of the dps chart i'm happy you know i'm yeah. content if i'm doing my job properly yeah now now that i've got the heart to 80 i'm probably going to cut out the azurite world tour and just do my emissary or any invasions and just be done with it i'm not that fast uh, and i'll just go back to focusing on doing the uh, minor assaults and the larger 8.3 assaults and just doing the dailies there because there's still reps I need to get but I've started doing my death knight and it's becoming increasingly overwhelming the fact that if I want to keep my main up to touch and try to do stuff on the death knight like my death knight's got the cloak at rank 5 which is okay like I'm still doing solo stuff but I know that once we get to rank 12 it's going to need to do the lost areas to get the increase, uh, the drops for everything to increase it to rank 15. Yeah. And then I know full well that we're not going to be doing heroicness off at that point because we'll, we'll have been done by the time week 15, like week 14 of this patch rolls around, which is what, four weeks? That's like three and a bit months. Yeah. And we're going to be done in heroic and we're not going to touch mythic and everything else. But then you get the quest to either beat heroic uh, like nazoth i believe it's on heroic or above it might be normal and or you could do horrific visions but we don't know what level of horrific vision we need to do do we need to do it with a mask on do we need to clear x amount of areas with a mask on to get an item to improve our cloak past uh level rank 15 because we know that that's a thing but it, it's, it's 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 a little bit insane and don't get me wrong the horrific visions are so much fun I enjoy pushing myself to try and do stuff. Like I did a a three... I did two lot... So I did two corrupted areas on a lost area with a mask on. And I did two lost areas on a corrupted area with a mask on in Stormwind. And I've, I could I have pushed myself a little bit further to have got a full clear on Stormwind and got a bit of gear? Yeah. Maybe. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, on my death night, it's at rank five and I don't feel like I've got the time to gear it up between working a, a normal nine to five job and playing the game and real life stuff as well. You know, part of that is because I know I'm going to say it. No account wide essence is lull. Um, but between that and everything else, it's, it's insane, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I'm trying to gear up my Death Knight to be a tank so I can tank some Mythic Plus for other characters. But I, I'm going to have to start at maybe sixes to get four, four, five gear at a base minimum and work up from there. And I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure I've got the time to do it. You know, that's that's, that's the, the insane thing. thing. Time. 
Like we've if you we've time you can do everything. That's it. If and I had time in a bottle, I'd spend it leveling these all. What to... button did we push? What button did we push? Did we? I don't know. How did we trigger him? What, what, um, <laughs> I've seen you said in chat that you don't see an upgrade screen for your cloak. What do you What do you mean? Um. So like you were talking about how. Like, oh, my cloak is, like, what, level 12 or whatever? It's rank 9 at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know how to rank it up or anything like that. So, so in... I don't know. So, in my head, when I saw it, I saw it almost like a screen where, if you remember when you used to level up your your stuff in Legion. Yep. Where yeah. you would get, um, like, your, oh, now you can equip two legendaries. Like, that's a screen pop-up that I thought would pop nope, up. or if it's... It just... It's literally just the same way that you would uh, up your Legion artifacts from Argus. Uh, you get an item in your bag, you click it, you click on your cloak, and it just ranks up. Now, there are two types of upgrade mechanics. There, there's that that crystal, and then inside of the... The, the heart of Azeroth. <coughs> yeah, in, in the, the chamber. Heart, there is a, another screen... Where you can upgrade your your, your skills. Yeah, you've like got you've focus. got your research for your horrifics, basically. And uh, where is that? So, in... it's act it's in the it's in the uh, heart of Azeroth chamber. Mm -hmm. Like it's a, a big uh, console, be like next to Mother, essentially. Yeah. It, it, so it's it... not the one in the middle that you use your essences. No, no, it's a different one. Okay, it's not the door that leads to the. Third. It's on the it's... other side of Mother. Yeah, it's it's kind of between mother and the door, or am I even thinking of over? All right, well now I have a general idea, so I can search. Yeah, I'll yeah. just search. I'll just search mother. <laughs> I'll um I'll take a screen. I'll like I'll log in once we're done. I'll take a screenshot and I'll post it in the group chat. But um Sounds good. yeah, um, I'll search your mother. <laughs> okay. The darkness is creeping upon me in the room. That's it. Yeah, no, I can see. I think it's a good point to probably start wrapping it up though. But before we go, um. Michael, what would you like to see the, the, the questing system be like in Shadowlands, since we're not going to get any changes to it? Like, what would be your ideal system to to do endgame questing with? My ideal system would be that you have your main story, and then periodically, randomly you come across something where there's a little quest line. It may not be that big. It may be something small, but it's something that someone within the area um, wants help with or they need help with or so, something along those lines. So from this is from a casual perspective. This is coming from somebody that doesn't need a piece of gear at the end of it. All I want is I want the world to feel more fleshed out when I'm doing questing. So would you like I say something specifically questing? So would you like something similar to I'm going to say the island questing system where you have a chance for something to drop where it sends you on a quest to go and hand something into a person. Um I wouldn't say necessarily a chance, but rather it will be there at like this point in time and so similar to what we have now where if you kill a mob while on a certain quest, you'll get something which gives you a breadcrumb to go hand in something else. Yes, kind of like that. Like a quest that you discover along the way that everyone and everything has not like discovered quite yet. It was part of like that that draw for classic for me was right. this idea of you're not always led in that direction, but if you go in that direction, you might find something. 
and some like there are still some of those things in the world but they feel really insignificant and i want to like feel like i'm actually making a change in the world and i would like once you do quests for the world to change and reflect the quests that you've done other than people just hailing me as champion and hero yeah. Okay. I like that. yeah yeah i want to be able to talk i want to be able to do a quest for a random farmer and then for me even if that farmer has nothing to say when i click on them they still say things like thank you for your help back there like so you I want to feel more reflect. like an adventurer again yes i don't yeah. want to be the giant hero that destroyed an old god i want to be somebody that took up arms because they wanted to defend their area and it took them on a larger adventure so we're not like because i when i was playing eso you, you would travel along and you would find this area that had nothing to do with the overall story but you you helped it like i i feel like bfa had a little bit of that but yeah i i could see it i could see that where like you you're doing you're, you're doing good you're just being a, a good samaritan you, you're doing what you should do not for the fame and the glory of, of all of Azeroth. And on that point, Frasley, what would be your ideal endgame questing system going into Shadowlands? Like, what would you like waiting for you? I, for, for me, I want to I want to go further where, I mean, adding to what to, to what Michael said, to make it where the world changes. So, so I mean, th there's a farm that's on fire, and you and you fix it. And you make it where it's not a fire anymore. Right? Just like make it where the the Naga are attacking in Tiergard in Stormsong Valley. There's that area where they're always attacking. They're always attacking. make it where you, once you quell the forces, they're gone. They may come back here and there, but it kind of phases the world that you're at. It makes it better. I I, I want I want that that world different because the, the more you just talk about it, the more it makes me excited for that that difference in the world. So I'm going to say something slightly different. Since we know Covenants are coming in Shadowlands, I'm hoping that we'll see something where, because the Shadowlands are going to be in so much of an uproar, and we don't know what's going on, that the different Covenants are going to try to vie for area in neighboring kind of things. And therefore you can like do world quests on those bridges to try and push forces that way like questing to try and push against it and i want that to be an ebb and flow so that people that choose their covenants you know can choose to help or you know not do them if they choose not to do and that has a an actual effect on the world that you'll actually see things get pushed back and it changes how world quests are active and everything else like some of the, the uh, pvp zones we have in the game no a little bit more involved so like I, i'd like to see like a couple of other um, older MMOs did something like uh, PvPvP, where you had like multiple factions and you could just push, like for for continent areas that they could then control. I think okay. Guild Wars did something similar like it, but like uh, in um, um Dark Age of Camelot, yeah, it might do, yeah. But like if you if you're able to push and then like then your world quest is like hold the area, you know, because we've gathered this and we need to build up our strength, but then whoever you've taken it from has a more aggressive stance of pushing it back. But if so many players from that covenant don't do that, then they'll eventually not have the strength against a, a another push that another faction does. And it, it changes the ebb and the flow of the world. And you might have to make it re uh, like server-based. So like 
it's a US and EU and Asia thing. But it, it would be real interesting to see an ebb and a flow. And I think that's the only real way that you could see any sort of like world changing stuff when it comes to that. And I think that's so, essentially what a, a like they should have gone for with BFA is like take like alliance taking more land rather than just building an outpost and just going from there as a flight point. Yeah, back when uh, warfronts were still uncertain, back in like that September of of uh, eighteen. Wow, it's been that long. I was, I was talking with Ro, and and we we didn't know when's the, when's the next warfront coming, or like like I, I was all unsure. And he had a good point. What if warfronts were not a a uh, a arbitrary timer, but that you yourself did enough to truly push it? Because isn't it kind of that there's a point with the warfront where it just it will come over, or or do we push the warfronts? I if we push the warfronts, then I'm I'm sorry, but because what, you, what you're talking about sounds like the warfront system, but we we ourselves are pushing for control, not just having it change for us, like on the next reset. Yeah, it it's something like that rather than because that's just a rotating system, you know, and yeah, it's, and. and it, it, it would be fun to have a system that we decide when it goes. We decide. Yeah. I mean, Encourage kind of had that in a way where Realms decided when did they push Encourage forward? When did they get that, that, that bell ringing scenario? And each realm had to push for it. Yeah. Um, the Warfronts were very clunkily put in. But again, that's just... <laughs> that's just talking about this expansion in a nutshell. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um... But yeah, I, I I'd like to see something which has a bit more ebb and flow to it. It would have been interesting, but yeah. I th I think it's time to call a day to that. So thank you to everybody that's joined us in the live chat, Mister Acetiers. Where would they be able to find you around the internet if they were going um, to look for you? If anybody is looking to find me, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch, both as Acid Tears. That's with a Z at the end, one one one. Just the numbers on both Twitch and Twitter. Took to 11 plus one. That's 12, Frasley. Oh. Um, where can they find you around the internet, Frasley? <laughs> you can find me every every week uh, being bad at math at Frasletastic on Twitter. Uh, hear me talk with different guests and sing and puns at gnomepodcast.com. And you can also find me do more puns and sings and, and eat barf on at gnome.live. No, 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 it's not barf. I, I, I'm eating jelly beans that are probably like barf. No more sugar for you tonight, sir. It's past your bedtime. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on at Titans Creed, at Gaming Phoenix, and you can find video casts of this podcast over at youtube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions. And if you want to join us live, you can join us live over at twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions, where I stream some video games and everything else. Thank you to Michael for joining us on his topic about World Quest and everything else as he glimmers into the darkness and becomes part <laughs> of the faction of Nazoth himself. Mr. Thank Frasley, you for having me. No worries, my dude. And Mr. Frasley, as always, thank you very much for being here. <coughs> oh, you're welcome. I, I, I had to, on the video, I had to match Michael, so I turned off my lights too. I still got the monitors. I got the glow of all of you. Uh, you are making me glow. Well, then I shall remain lit in my very, very <coughs> nice room. But thank you very much to everybody who's joined us live. Thank you very much for watching and uh, joining us live. If not, thank you for listening to the podcast or watching the video. And as Mr. Frasley 
always likes to say, Be awesome.